At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. What's going on, fine citizens? Happy Manic Monday as we get into the Detroit City Cast, brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Lots to get to, including a recap of some nice wins by both Michigan and Michigan State over the weekend. We'll give you their current tournament predicaments and where everything is at. Uh, and we'll take a trip to the Motown betting window after a very successful weekend of picks. I gave you a bunch on Friday. I'll give you some more tonight. We are in the full swing of the conference tournaments. Big 10 getting started soon. ACC, Big 12. Uh, of course, you got the West Coast Conference with some games tonight. The Dons and Gonzaga, Santa Clara and St. Mary's have some plays on those games that we'll get to in a little bit. But want to start with some breaking news that just broke as we record here in the afternoon, uh, East Coast time, Calvin Ridley, the Falcons wide receiver, remember was away from the team uh, for personal reasons and then ended up being gone the rest of the year. He was just suspended the entire 2022 season by the NFL for betting on football games. And I want to read a couple things here for you. This is the statement from Roger Goodell and the NFL and and also what he said to Calvin Ridley. I'll start at the top here. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell today suspended Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta Falcons indefinitely through at least the conclusion of the 2022 season for betting on NFL games in the 2021 season. The activity took place during a five-day period in late November 2021 while Ridley was not with the team and was away from the club's facility on the not football in illness list. A league investigation uncovered no evidence indicating any inside information was used for that any game was compromised in any way, nor was there evidence suggesting any awareness by coaches, staff, teammates, or other players of his betting activity. And here's the letter uh, that Commissioner Goodell wrote to Ridley notifying him of his suspension. Quote, there is nothing more fundamental in the NFL, to the NFL success and to the reputation of everyone associated with our league than upholding the integrity of the game. This is the responsibility of every player, coach, owner, game official, and anyone else employed in the league. Your actions put the integrity of the game at risk, threaten to damage public confidence in professional football, and potentially undermine the reputations of your fellow players throughout the NFL. For decades, gambling on NFL games has been considered among the most significant violations of league policy, 
warranting the most substantial sanction. In your case, I acknowledge and commend you for your promptly reporting for an interview and for admitting your actions. And it says you can petition for reinstatement on or after February 15th, 2023, uh, pursuant to the NFL, NFLPA collective bargaining agreement. Uh, and you may, appeal, you may appeal this suspension by filing notice within three days. So a bunch to unpack here. First, the NFL and, and all the sports leagues in this country, but definitely the NFL, which by far has been the most bet on league of any of the leagues here in America forever, whether in Las Vegas legally or with bookies around the country illegally. Now, over the last couple of years, gambling has become legal in the country, but it's state by state. So like I'm here in Michigan, we're in Michigan. Many of you that listen to this show, legal here, legal in Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Uh, you know, it just got legalized in New York. So when you look at a scenario like this, when the NFL and the other leagues were so against making gambling legal, and now that it is legal, they saw the opportunity to make a ton of money. Their gambling partners, you know, with different sports books, whether it's FanDuel, DraftKings, Bet Rivers, all the different sports books around the country are associated with the different leagues. And it's this is this is something that was a concern as there were the people that were against me, maybe legalizing gambling would say the integrity of the game. You know, back in the days when Pete Rose was betting on baseball, did he bet on his own team? Did he bet against his own team? Very likely, no. I actually, going back to my my history with people in the business, uh, I mentioned I lived in Costa Rica. I know people that used to book Pete Rose, you know, back in the day, whether it was just as a regular bookie or when they started moving offshore. And they said Pete Rose never bet against the Reds. But the, the, the bottom line is this, is that these leagues have pushed back forever. And now you've got a player like Calvin Ridley, an all-pro type player that will be suspended for a year. And maybe he appeals it and gets some games off. But regardless of whether he gets one game off, no games off, or gets the whole thing taken away, this is a major situation. And believe me, there's no way he's the only one. I am sure there there are NBA players, active NBA players, that are betting on the NBA. I'm sure there's active NBA players betting on football, but I don't think it's in their... CBA, the collective bargaining agreement, that, that you're not allowed to do that. Uh, I know people in, in, in the media, like play-by-play guys, which I've been throughout my career, you know, there's rules based on the sports. Like in the NHL, you're not allowed to bet on NHL games if you're a play-by-play or caller announcer. And all the different sports have their own different rules. But I'm sure there's people in baseball betting on baseball and betting on other sports. I'm sure there's people in hockey. I mean, we saw the stories last year of current players betting on hockey. And obviously you got Calvin Ridley that's betting on football. And I, I mean, I, do I know if there's other ones? No, but I doubt he's the only one, but he obviously was caught. Maybe he was betting a lot. Maybe he got in the hole. It obviously explains a lot of the weirdness around him going away from the team last year. Uh, I think there still was a component that had something to do with just emotional well-being stuff. But then obviously this gambling piece, and I don't know why it's coming out now. If maybe the Falcons knew back then or the NFL knew back then. Maybe they didn't know until recently. But this, this is the, you know, as much as we love gambling, we talk about it on the show. You know, I, I go on various shows on Visa and host them and go out as a guest. This is something that could end up being a major issue in the different sports leagues if you have active players that are betting on their games or just games in general because it's against these leagues' policy. And I understand why, because it is about integrity. And, and there's the worry of, you know, are they fixing games? Is Ridley not playing hard because he bet against the Falcons? Or did he bet on the Falcons and maybe he's trying too hard? 
I know that might sound weird. How can you try too hard? You know what I mean? Pressing and being in desperation mode. If he's got to cover a spread and maybe the Falcons are up a certain amount of points and it's about winning the game. And he, you know, I mean, I mean, obviously I'm getting kind of deep into conspiracy land, but it, it is as much as we love that gambling is legal and as more states make it legal, this could be, it's so easy to go on your phone as we know and make a bet and win and cash out. We might see more of this. Now, you would think that a lot of these athletes, I'm not saying that they should do this, but you would think that they're going to be smarter and bet through a friend or, you know, not not even set up an account and just have someone do it for them. But this is a pretty big story, and we'll continue to cover this for you here on the Detroit CityCast. Calvin Ridley suspended for a full season for betting on NFL games. And like I said in that statement, it looks like their investigation led them to believe that he was not betting on his team. But who knows? And maybe they didn't catch him betting on his team, but he did. Either way, this is a, a very interesting story that, you know, it's it's so amazing that you saw for decades the pushback by the leagues, especially the NFL, which we knew was the most bet on league. And then as soon as, as I mentioned, things became legal, everyone's got a betting partner. And, you know, some states, I think, have kiosks in them, uh, you know, where it, states where it's legal. And, of course, you can bet from your phone, so you don't even need a kiosk. It's, 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 it's Pandora's box. It is a very positive thing. Makes money for different states out there and their different projects they need. Obviously, it legalizes it and taxes it and takes it out of the shadows in some scenarios. Not that bookies have gone away, but just a really, really kind of shocking story. Right as I was about to do the show today, this all broke and it will be talked about for a long time. So we'll... We'll continue to cover this for you as well right here on the Detroit CityCast. All right, coming up straight ahead. Big final regular season wins for Michigan. And Michigan State had a nice win against a pretty bad team, but it's all about winning right now when you're in March getting set for the conference tournament. We'll give you those Big Ten conference tournament brackets, let you know where the bracketologists believe both Michigan and Michigan State are, and talk about their chances to maybe make a run in the NCAA tournament. That all comes up straight ahead right here on the Manic Monday edition of the Detroit CityCast brought to you by our great friends at Bat Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook. At BetRivers.com. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. So two great end of the regular season wins in the Big Ten yesterday for both Michigan and Michigan State. We'll start with the Spartans. They take out a pretty bad Maryland team, but still, you know, look at the way Nebraska's played. They just beat Ohio State and, uh, you know, Wisconsin in the last couple of games. So Nebraska going into the Big Ten tournament not as one of the worst teams in the Big Ten, at least record-wise. Uh, but this was a big game for Michigan State at Breslin. They had lost 7-9. Bobby, or excuse me, Tom Izzo passed Bobby Knight as the all-time winningest coach. In Big Ten history, Michigan State wins it 77-67. Bingham Jr. with a double-double. He had 12, 11, and 2 steals. And you look at the, the Spartans, we'll get to the bracketology in a minute. It's a team that got to 20 wins in a very, very tough Big Ten, 11-9. and 
in the Big Ten. I still don't have a lot of faith in Michigan State. They have not played really good basketball for the majority of the last month and a half plus. But they still are a team under Tom Izzo. Anytime you have Tom Izzo as a coach, they've got a chance to make a run. I mean, a lot of times when Michigan State teams look like they're going to be great, they're the ones that lose to Middle Tennessee State or Syracuse, the ones that should be going far in the tournament. It's the teams that look like they have no chance that go on these crazy runs for the Spartans. But the difference is there is no Cassius Winston. There is no day-to-day Draymond Green type player. There is no, you know, last-second shot type guy that you believe in uh, on the Michigan State team this year. So that's going to be a problem when it comes to a one-and-done situation in the NCAA tournament. And also, on top of that, the Spartans... For a while now, and even early in the season in some of their bigger wins at times, they hung on, and then they obviously lost some games too. But in the last five, six minutes of games, they seem to not know what to do sometimes. They just lose their minds and, you know, start turning the ball over and having tons of issues. And that's going to be a problem in a one-and-done scenario in the NCAA tournament. So they've got to obviously avoid that, or it could be a really short march for Tom Izzo and the Spartans. But a nice win. Uh, uh, you know, senior night, senior day, senior afternoon, and they get it done 77 to 67 against Maryland. And when it comes to the Big Ten tournament, the bracket, of course, out now, and the Spartans will get going against that same Maryland team. Spartans, the sixth or the seventh seed, they'll play Maryland at 6:30 Eastern uh, in the second round. They get the early bye. They'll play that first day. Uh, That'll be Thursday, March 10th. So that is where the Spartans will start their journey in the Big Ten tournament. Now, let's get to the Wolverines, a game that I gave you out uh, before the weekend started. Also, of course, on Twitter at DanLeach971 over the weekend. I mentioned Ohio State. I just talked about how they lost to Nebraska. Not playing really good basketball as of late. Michigan ends up being without Hunter Dickinson at the last second with a stomach ailment. Of course, they're still without Jawan Howard. I had, I had taken Michigan at plus five, and I know the line went all the way up to plus six, but can we just talk about Devontae Jones and the fact that Michigan's down by seven and a half, they outscore the Buckeyes by 13 in the second half, and Devontae Jones was a revelation, 21 points. This is the, the whole point that I've been making about the Wolverines, why I told you that I thought taking a stab at Michigan 30 to one, that line's obviously way down now at Bet Rivers, to make the Final Four was a solid value play. I don't think it's a great chance of it happening. I still want Michigan to hopefully be a 7 or 8 seed. It's probably going to be tough for that to happen. But this is a Wolverine team that is very talented. Definitely one of the more disappointing teams for the majority of the season because they were looked at as a preseason top 5 team. But to go into Ohio State without your best player, without your coach, and Phil Martelli has done a hell of a job uh, filling in for Juwan Hour. We knew that that's what Phil Martelli could do. He's been a multi-decade coach at St. Joseph's and has been around these kids for a long, you know, a long time. But to go into Ohio State in a game you have to get when you're still fighting for your tournament life and beat the Buckeyes on their own floor, it was the first time that the Wolverines had won back-to-back games against Ohio State on the road since 1997-98. And I tweeted this, you know, a, a lot ingested to have fun because I'm not trying to read too much into it. But you know the last time this happened was the same year the football team won the national title. I'm just saying, I mean, Ohio State's always involved in one way or the other in these kind of crazy things. But that's a huge 
a huge thing for the Wolverines to do to win back-to-back games on the road in Columbus. Not an easy place to be. Five quad one wins for Michigan, 17-13 and 13 on the season, and 11-9 in the Big Ten. Actually, the same record as the Spartans have in the Big Ten. And Michigan's net ranking is right around 30-32. to 32. I might obviously go up even more uh, if they win some games in the Big Ten tournament. And for the Wolverines, uh, they will get started as uh, a Thursday game in, you know, no double bye, of course, for Michigan or Michigan State. They're the eighth seed in the Big Ten tournament, and they will play Indiana, another team that's on the bubble. That's the first game on Thursday, March 10th, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Uh, you also have Iowa uh, versus Wednesday game, one winner, the, the Wednesday game, uh, Western in Nebraska, the 12 and 13, and then game two is uh, Penn State versus Minnesota. And then at 6.30, as I mentioned, Michigan State versus Maryland, the 7-10 game. And then 25 minutes after that, Ohio State, the 6th seed, will play Wednesday's game two winners. So Ohio State versus either Penn State or Minnesota. Then the double buys uh, started on uh, Friday. Of course, Illinois, the one seed. Wisconsin, the two. Purdue, the three. And Rutgers, the four seed. And it's still crazy to me to see what Nebraska has done beating Ohio State, beating Wisconsin is a big dog, I believe, in the end, it was a 13 and a half. Uh, now, 12 and a half were closed, but I saw some 13 and a halfs. And Nebraska goes to the Colt Center and beats Wisconsin yesterday. So that was just absolutely crazy. This should be a ton of fun, this Big Ten tournament. And let's uh, first, before we get into the bracketology, take a look at the odds of these teams' chances to win the Big Ten tournament at Bat Rivers. Purdue, the favorite, plus 175, Illinois, plus. 275. And actually, I'm sorry, I, I, I skipped um, Purdue. Oh, yeah, no, I mentioned Purdue right there. Purdue's a three seed, but definitely, probably, uh, you know, when you look at the betting uh, odds, they're the favorite for a reason. The team that's played probably the most overall consistently, as well as Illinois, because uh, we had some weird losses for, you know, Iowa, Wisconsin, Ohio State. Iowa, the third favorite at four to one, Wisconsin, eight to one. Buckeyes, 12 to one. Rutgers, 14 to one, along with the Wolverines. The Spartans, 16 to one. Indiana, 22 to 1, Northwestern 66 to 1, Penn State, not a good team. 80 to 1, Minnesota, terrible team. 100 to 1, along with Nebraska and Maryland. Those are your odds up to the second to win the Big Ten tournament at Bet Rivers. Now, when it comes to the bracketology of the matter, and you listen to this show, you know that obviously I like a lot of different bracketologists, but Joe Lenardi's the guy that I focus on the most. This is his most recent bracket that was updated around midnight. Uh, earlier today, I mean, midnight of, of course, uh, Monday morning. And Michigan, after their huge win over the Buckeyes, are the, the first team, or the last team, if you will, on the last four buys. So, like, they've they've gone all the way from a possible last four in team and then the first team, you know, to have a buy, meaning that there was three other teams that were ahead of them. Now they're the first team as far as the last four buys go uh, with three four teams fully behind them. So Michigan fully in the tournament as of now. Joe Lenardi has him as an 11 seed playing in the West against a team like LSU, uh, a team like Iowa. I doubt they'd have them matched up against a Big Ten team in the first round, but I was looked at as a six seed right now. St. Mary's, Ohio State, Houston, Texas, teams like that are Michigan could play right now, but we will see what goes on in the Big Ten tournament. And as I mentioned, the Michigan State Spartans are obviously firmly in the tournament as well. And they are looked at as an eight seed right now. They were a seven seed in Lenardi's previous bracket. An eight seed playing a team like San Francisco that plays later tonight uh, against Gonzaga, the Dons, 
uh, very interesting team, very talented team. You know, like, could you see an upset later tonight? We'll talk about that in the Motown betting window. Uh, it could be a, a team like TCU, San Diego State for Michigan State, North Carolina, who's probably going to end up, if they win a couple games in the AC tournament, not be an eight or a seven uh, seed. It'd be higher than that. But right now they're looked at as an eight seed. Uh, so North Carolina, Iowa State, or Seton Hall, and Murray State are the two uh, two other teams that could be potential matchups for Michigan State in the first round. All right, we got a lot more excitement to get to as we get closer to Selection Sunday coming up this Sunday. Uh, and by the way, before we get to the Motown betting window, Indiana is the first team for Lenardi on the first four outline. So they got some work to do. And of course, they lose to Michigan in that opening round or that second round Big Ten tournament game. That might be the end of their season, but the Big Ten could get as many as nine teams in. Rutgers also on the last four in line for Lenardi. And by the way, Jerry Palm, CBS, another bracketologist I respect, he's got Michigan as one of the final teams in as a 12 seed playing in the first four. I think he's a little off on that. I think Michigan, based on the Big Ten metrics, should firmly be in the tournament. And even if they played in the first four, I think they'd be a 12 seed. Uh, But that's where Lenardi, or excuse me, Jerry Palm from CBS has them right now. And it looks like he's got Rutgers also uh, as one of the final teams in. It looks like Indiana is not in his uh, tournament bracket right now. First, their first four-out team. And then as far as the Spartans go, uh, they're an eight seed in his bracket as well in the East. Uh, he isn't playing San Diego State, so that's where we're at with a couple of different bracketologists. We will take a trip to the Motown Benning. We know a lot of conference basketball action, some NBA that we'll get to coming up next right here on the Detroit CityCast, brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. Let's take a trip to the Motown betting window brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. We got one local game in action tonight. The Hawks at LCA against the Pistons. We do have Wings and Coyotes uh, tomorrow night at LCA, but we're going to talk more about that game on Tuesday. There's an early look ahead line. Uh, Bet Rivers does a great job with early look ahead lines uh, for hockey. Wings minus 180, Coyotes plus 148. Rare, rare time the Wings will be that kind of a favorite. Coyotes is a terrible team, but tonight the Hawks and the Pistons and LCA Detroit playing much better basketball in the last few weeks. Kate Cunningham, Sadiq Bay, Jeremy Grant, I mean, just getting some really good play. You know, that nice, almost almost late win against Boston until the end of that game, the win over the Cavaliers, uh, outright win against Toronto, beating Charlotte on the road as a double-digit dog. Much better play by the Pistons, but tonight you got a Hawks team with Trey Young coming in, uh, you know, fighting for the playoff possibilities the Hawks minus seven and a half, minus one twelve. Pistons plus seven and a half, minus one oh nine right now at Bet Rivers. Uh, the money line for the Hawks is minus three oh five, and the Pistons comeback is plus two forty five. Also, the total on this one two twenty eight and a half over 
under both minus 110. Injury issues, nothing really for the Hawks. They do have Huerta, who's a game-time decision with a shoulder injury. And then for the Pistons, Frank Jackson still out with a back injury, game-time decision for Diallo. So pretty much uh, healthy two teams coming up tonight. The Hawks, 10th in the East, as I mentioned, still fighting to try to be a playoff team. They're 31-32, and 32, led by the incredible Trey Young, averaging 28 points a game. The Pistons, uh, 17 and 47, 14th in the East, but really have played much better basketball uh, the last, I would say, two weeks or so, even in some of their losses. And they come in uh, off of a couple wins in a row, uh, you know, beating the Pacers, beating the Raptors. Uh, they did lose to the Wizards before that, but then that Hornets win I mentioned, uh, the tough game against the Celtics, and beating the Cavaliers as a dog in that one as well. I've got no opinion on this game tonight i mean you, you look at detroit at home getting seven and a half it's a, just a very small lean for me on that but i i'm not going to make a play on this game i just feel like the hawks in the situation they're in you know it's a lot of points but in the end they might be able to win this game by 10 to 12 points i like detroit at home they're playing better at home for a long time they were playing better on the road uh, but i'm going to stay away from this one no opinion on the total either tonight at little caesar's arena but i do have some plays for you uh, as we continue to have a great uh, beginning of March, we had a great February when it came to college basketball, and now we got a bunch of conference tournament action going on. Uh, I do like a few different plays here. Uh, there's obviously a bunch of different early round games and mid round games and championship games coming up later tonight uh, uh, throughout the college basketball realm. I've got a play on Gonzaga and San Francisco. Uh, very interesting game when you look at the spread on this one. You've got a San Francisco team, the four seed in the West Coast Conference, uh, you know, getting 14 and a half at Gonzaga. I, I got to play on San Fran plus the points, but also the first half total over 73. I got to play on that as well. There's going to be a lot of points scored in this one. A very interesting game between Furman and Chattanooga. Furman could be a team that goes on a run, but they got to get in the tournament first. Chattanooga, uh, same with them. I like Furman, uh, or excuse me, Chattanooga minus a half in the first half, and I think Furman might end up winning this game, but I like Chattanooga to get off to a good uh, uh, you know, good start in this one and take Chattanooga minus a half in this one. Also, uh, the total in the Gonzaga game against San Francisco, it's up to 154. I still like it there, but I got it at 153. I like the over in that game. And also, in NBA action for you, uh, you got the Golden State Warriors and the Denver Nuggets. The total 220 and a half, I actually like the over in that one against the Nuggets. The Warriors travel to Denver, the Mile High City, for a 9 p.m. start. All right, that's going to do it for us today. It's a trip to the Motown betting window brought to you by uh, our great friends at Bet Rivers. Until next time, I got a full week of high school tournament action to call, so please check that out if you can. WHMI, WHMI.com, 93.5. So I got that all week long. The Heartland girls, Fowlerville men, a lot of fun games coming up this week is the college or high school basketball tournament, both for men's and women's is in full swing. So check those games out, 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern each night this week. And until next time, keep reaching for the stars, believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch, out. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.